welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 217, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite, we're going to talk about Beyond Wrestling's Uncharted Territory, and we've got some questions from the Facebook, but before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every time we record an episode, is... The Dan Housen to my Effie, Marianne. That's the one I was going to suggest that we did, but I thought that it would be the other way around. I think, I don't know. I feel like you would be more of a, a Dan, Dan Housen. Which we will, I mean, we will talk about Dan Housen at great length. Oh, I'm fucking weird. So yeah, that would be Dan <laughs> We're going to talk about Dan Housen at, at great length here, I think. Uh, but how are you? Uh, two times in one week, huh? Oh, uh, dude, right? It's like you missed me or something. Yeah. Um. I'm good. Uh, had a lot to do at work this week. My niece and nephew are over this morning. This morning being... Are you going to post it today? Do you think I should post it today or Monday? I mean, Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, I'll post it today. Um, my niece and nephew are over. Um, my mom has currently wrangled them so they're outside not screaming in the house. Yeah. Um, she did this real cool thing. Um, which I wanted to help her with, but I work every day where she has, uh, she's been collecting those little glass animals that you can get in those tea when you get those certain types of tea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. There, yeah. There's a certain brand of tea that comes with a little glass animal. Um, it sounds familiar. I know there's people listening that know what it, what, know what it is, but it's, I can't remember the brand of tea, but you get little glass animals and you can collect them. And my mom has had so many for years and years and years and years. And we obviously don't have room for them. And so what she did was she took them out into our backyard and she hid all of them. And this was like, oh my god, a whole like target shopping bag of Whew. glass animals. And she hid all of them in our backyard for yeah. my niece and nephew to find. Oh man, which That's, is brilliant because yeah. they're not brightly colored or anything. They're all like very neutral. None of them are colored really. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be really hard. And I was like, man, I can't wait to be finding them for years after this, which is what would happen when we had um um. Easter egg hunts in my backyard because right. people would get like real tough with them and we'd be finding Easter eggs like six months later. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's fun shit. Oh but yeah, God. what have you been up to? Uh, nothing much. Uh, you know, just kind of hanging about. Uh, Did you try for MCR tickets? No, no, no. I yeah. I, I don't have income right now. So, oh, no, 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 no. It, it, I don't either. But I had a cup, uh, Ernesto was going to try and get me one. Yeah. And he he texted me from work and said, Ron and I are sitting at our computers with our fingers hovering above the mouse. And it was like 40 minutes before noon and the tickets went on sale at noon. Oh, boy. But I guess you had to be in queue before the tickets even went on sale. Yeah. And Josh uh, Mendoza, my friend Josh, he was going to get me one for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I was in queue for two hours before the tickets even went on sale. And I still didn't get one. Huh. And he had he had four different friends that were trying to get tickets as well that were also in queue for a couple hours before the tickets even went on sale, and all of them struck out too. The tickets basically sold out before the tickets even went on sale. Yeah, it sounded like there was a lot of nonsense going on. Um, Insane, but they made it so you can't scalp them. Yeah, I saw. I was seeing that. So, uh, it should which be is brilliant. 
But I also heard um, that they're going to be going on tour after I, this. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so, but I hope it's not going to be like a real small tour one where the only California one they did is the one in L.A. I, I would hope they would not do that. Um, that would be really shitty uh, for you personally and for yeah. for me i mean like i i saw the price of ga and i went okay i'm good was ga was 150 right yeah that was i mean that was i think all you could buy was ga yeah which i think is awesome it is but also it's 150 dollars for one band and i get yeah. that that band you know uh universally loved for the most part i love them and they I, were you know, the staple, like, uh, meant the absolute fucking world to me in high school, and they still do now. I mean, they're, you know, great fucking band, uh, but I don't know, 100... I, I've already seen them twice, so I was lucky enough. I've only seen them once, and it, I was 15 years old. Ugh. And Frank wasn't even there, and he was my favorite. But I did see Frank's band at Warped Tour this year. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then he was singing, and I was like, this is why you were the backup singer to this band. <laughs> uh, I mean, in other random band news, apparently Rage Against the Machine yes. is getting back together, too, which is all equally as insane. And also, I'm going to go see Dinosaur Jr. tonight, and I'm very excited. That's one of my bucket list bands. I love the way you say Junior. Junior? Yes. With a hard J? Yeah. Ugh, that sounded. How did you? How did you know that it was with a hard J? Like you're aware of how you say it. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Zach <laughs> so Saber Junior. Hard hard J. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. John Junior. That's just how I say my name. I guess I you're both know. of those things. Yes, I am. No, I'm a, I'm the third. I'm not. But you're still a junior. You're a junior, junior. Yes, very true. I'm a double, a double junior. Um, <laughs> you're like something you could order at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, have you seen this? And why don't I follow Cage Match? That's so weird, right? Have you seen the? Oh, I do follow them. I just didn't see that tweet. Whatever. Uh, you know CageMatch.net, Marianne, right? Yeah, the one that's. Uh, you have to change it to English because it's normally in German. Yeah, it's a. Yeah. it's an awesome uh, internet wrestling database that everyone should go check out. It's CageMatch.net, and uh, they sent out a tweet. The I think it was the other day. I would have to double check. Um, and they said, "What was your first independent show?" And people have been tweeting them with the card from cagematch.com, which is great. But the first indie show I actually ever went to doesn't have a cage match entry, which is so weird. And the first show I ever went to, I have the flyer. Um, if you follow me at, at JP Thrice, I posted it. Um, it was for the Wrestling Appreciation Club of Deanza College, Marianne. I remember you telling me this. Presents Whack Mania 3. Free pro wrestling show featuring all pro wrestling superstars, Saturday, May 25th, 2002. I was 12. At De Anza at 1 p.m. Now, I can't find the full card, but just for those who would like to know, um, there was this was the very first time I ever saw Joey Ryan wrestle. And oh he, my god, Joey Ryan in 2002. I don't even want to think about it. You can actually see this match, and Kyle and I actually talked about it on a previous episode. I think when, when TJP won uh, the Cruiserweight Classic, um, I think we talked about seeing him wrestle as then Panoy Boy um, against Joey Ryan. And that match actually, in its entirety, is on Joey Ryan's YouTube page. My god. 
Uh, the other match I distinctly remember because I recorded it and then was told, do you still have that footage because we want to, APW wants it, and I couldn't find it because they asked me for it like years later, was uh, Super Dragon versus Bobby Quants. Now, um, this was the first- Super Danny. Yeah. Super Danny. This is the first time I saw Super Dragon. And the show ended with a face-off between one- Brian Danielson and Super Dragon. So this was the first time I was seeing a lot of people. Who else was there? Sarah Del Rey was there. Uh, cheerleader Melissa was there. Um, Robert Thompson was there. A lot of people from the from the Bay were there. I'm, I don't know if anybody else. I can't uh, believe you've been going to APW shows for a long time, and I can't believe you've never seen Simon Gotch. I mean, I stopped going. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. I... I may have seen him. I just don't know. What was his name you said? Ryan Drago. Oh, man. See, I would have to go to cagematch.net and see if he if he wrestled at any Full of the circle shows. with plug in that site. Yeah, of course. It's great. I love it. Simon Simon Grimm with two M's. He's from Santa Rosa? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought I told you that. I may have known. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's from Santa Rosa. We'll go. Yeah, they have him. They have him like build from some weird place on Wikipedia, which is like, yeah, but he's from Santa Rosa. Yeah, Ryan Drago. Let's see here. 2006. I'm going all the. Oh, sorry, my bad. You just made the list. Um, I'm going all the way. Larry Blackwell versus. Oh, his name at one point was Psycho Seth. Yeah, because his actual name is Seth. Interesting. (laughs) Venice the Menace. Who I assume is or Venus the Venus Venice I am assuming it's pronounced Venice Psycho Seth Jojo Fantastico now here we go Marianne he was wrestling there in ooh see he he wrestled there in April of 2002 and then was go- now did I go to this ha- Halloween uh, event Halloween Hell I may have seen there is a very good chance that I had I have seen him wrestle. It, at APW, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him what he remembers. <laughs> but um, funny James thing Watkins. now, huh? He wrestled James Watkins. Yeah, there's there's a a very very good ch- Billy Blade. Yeah, there's a very good chance I saw him. I saw him wrestle. What a hunk. Um, but uh, <laughs> update on this. I got it. Okay, so George, who I'm pretty sure will listen to this at some point. Um, you know how George and I have that joke of uh, the Chris Benoit. Uh, murdered his family and then killed himself and, res- and skirted all responsibility joke. I mean, it's not a joke. It's a fact. What? No, it's a, it's a fact. But then it's like he and I always slip it into conversations. Yes. Do you think Crispin blah, 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 and will do it? Um, Brian, who uh, my Canadian friend, Brian, who made my Chuck Taylor gear and the Trump Retta gear and all of that. Mm-hmm. He posted on Facebook the other day. He was at some kind of store that just does a lot of meme posting on their merchandise. Uh-huh. And they had a tote on a rack of $10 totes that was a tote of Chris Benoit. Oh, my God. And he's got a belt around. He's got like a championship belt. And then they've put Alf on the belt. And what? it says, may I suggest murder suicide? Oh, my God. That's crazy. And it was an attend. And I said, please tell me you bought this for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Holy shit. And then I texted it to George and George went, Marianne, I need it like now. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> and then Brian went back the next day and bought it for me. Oh, my God. So you you will have this in your possession. <laughs> yes. Oh He's God. mailing it to my house. Goodness. <laughs> I was like. 
He was like, man, are you going to carry that to PWG? And I was like, no, I don't think anybody except for George will find this in any way funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Marion, do you remember what your first indie show was? Um, Do you? I just told you, yeah, it was the it was the the Whack Mania one. No, I said, do you know mine? Oh, you no. have to have been there. Oh no, <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. I'm asking you. Um, I feel like I didn't take you to your first indie show. You had to have. I think we were going to go to APW that one time. But... It might have been. It might have been Pro Wrestling Revolution uh, or BTW. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know if I've. If I, I don't remember. You. It could have also been WrestleMania weekend. Those might have been some of your first shows. You know what? That might be it, too. I mean, that sounds... Ooh, that sounds about right. Oh, my goodness. Marianne, breaking news. SmackDown ratings nearly tripled from last week. What happened? Uh, There was no World Series. Oh. (laughs) Holy hell. That's great. Good for them. Back up to 2.5. SmackDown... Still the the A-show. SmackDown this week was fucking insane, Marianne. Uh, it was a, we'll talk about, you know, the shows we actually, you know, both watched, um, soon. Uh, they, they're doing the, uh, NXT invasion angle. I did. I did hear about that from Glenn. It's fucking great. Uh, Rhea Ripley and, uh, Tegan Knox. You just Tegan made Knox. the list. You just put both of them on there. Um, um Tegan Knox, who number one Kane fan. Oh my god, did you see her meet Kane? Yes! It was adorable. It was so she, great. Her and Chris Brooks fucking love Kane. I really need... She needs to actually meet him in real life. I also she love... She has. Oh, she has? Like, no, like, yeah, face to face? She said she met him once, but she didn't, like, have a chance to, like, really say, like, much of anything, mostly because she was so nervous. Right, but I mean, this time, like, he's got to show up backstage. Mayor Kane? Yeah, Mayor Kane. My goodness. He said that, did you see how happy she was when he, he was like, yeah, she has a really great choke slam. She does have a great choke she slam. She does. She uh, she really does. Um, and when people were chanting Mayor Kane, he was like, wow, there's people chanting and everything. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, I love I love his sheepish dad Kane. Yes. Sheepish, sheepish dad Kane is my favorite uh, level of Kane. Goodness. Other than Hawaiian vacation Kane. Hawaiian vacation Kane. Oh my goodness. That's my favorite with the ukulele. That was so good. Like just green screen Hawaiian vacation cane. That was some good stuff. Love it. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Um yeah, so SmackDown was was a lot of fun. Um Was SmackDown on Halloween? No. Uh Beyond was on Halloween. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, I forgot. I should might I might as well tell um <laughs> at my at my work they had, I guess, like a company-wide costume contest. And there was two categories. It was scariest costume and most contemporary in the news costume. Mm-hmm. And then they had to add another one because somebody's was so good that they couldn't not give them money for it. Right. <laughs> there, It was like $1,200 in prizes. Wow. It was nuts. Yeah. I got a Starbucks gift card because that was an honorable mention. But um, <laughs> the number one like contemporary in the news one was the this lady that works at the stockton office and she was the this is fine dog and she put flames all over her office and just sat there with a coffee cup in her office on fire oh my god (laughs) with big paper flames and like a little bubble that says this is fine (laughs) on it and nobody in my office got it i'm at my desk like shrieking laughing oh my god and of course they had to attach the cartoon to it so people understood 
Right. But it was it was so funny. Oh my god, that this is fine, dog. <laughs> but yeah, I was a serial killer because I wanted to. I could have honestly, I could have honestly won money if I was Boy George. Right. But um, I didn't want to wake up at like six in the morning and put on and like braid my hair in a bunch of tiny braids and put beads in it and then all of my eye like eyeshadow like ugh, no, yeah. not again. It's it is it is a full day's worth of preparation to be that outfit. So instead, I woke up and I was like, "I'm going to wear this serial killer dress and make my mom paint a box of rice checks." So like, <laughs> <laughs> so I wore my serial killer dress and my Zodiac killer leggings, and I just sat at my desk and pretended to be enjoying the day when I wasn't. But still, anyways, um, Anywho. we were talking about wrestling. Yeah, uh, let's get into this week's uh, AEW Dynamite. My um, God, we. You know, uh, the more I think about this show, the more I, I think this might have been, I don't know, maybe they're not their best show. Yeah, it definitely was not their best show. We talked about this. Um, it was definitely not. It was, you know, it was it was fine. I thought we're, we'll kind of jump over a little bit. Let's let's talk about these Tony Schiavone, Cody. Um, yeah, fuck those. This was basically a throwback to when Mean Gene Okerlund uh, met Ric Flair when Flair was driving to uh, face Vader, I believe, uh, during uh, Flair for the Gold. And, oh, God, what was Flair for the Gold? I'm going to just say 1992, Flair for the Gold. 93. That's fine. I was off by a year. Um, Right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Do not ask me. I was two. Oh God! Oh, Flair for the there were two Flair for the gold. I remember the, the anyway. I, whenever he faced Vader, it was ninety ninety three or something like that. Um, and Mean Gene like w- drove with him, you know, from his house to the airport, and they did the whole thing. So this was kind of a throwback to this, but the difference was um, Flair wrestled a match immediately after to build it up. This kind of just felt like. You know, it it looked nice. It was shot nice. It was a little awkward, but it was really awkward. And just like with the, because you can still hear the crowd noises going on. Yeah, and uh, just the volume wasn't very. It was just. It, it was really easy to be like, "What are they doing?" And then immediately just get distracted by something else in your house, which is exactly what happened. My mom was like, "What is this?" And I was yeah, like, I was, don't even know. It was a little strange. Um. But, oh, well, I guess. Um, We open the show with Sammy Guevara uh, versus Hangman Page. Um, I will say the crowd was insane. They were on fire. And I didn't realize that we were in Hangman's hometown. But besides that, um, if you want to get Hangman over, he he needed to fight Guevara from the beginning. Yeah, somebody that is just universally fucking hated. Yeah, everybody hates Sammy Guevara, and as if, they should. I mean, he's a great wrestler. I've been watching. He him looks for... like a little shit, and I feel like he's gonna look like that until like he's eighty. <laughs> Probably. Honestly, he looks like he doesn't age, um, but still. But beyond that, uh, toot it or boot it, Marianne. Sammy Guevara's gear—it was like a silver, white, and purple mix. Which I, I do love that mix. It was a beautiful shade of purple. Yes. And if it's shiny, then um, I'm going to go ahead and toot it, even though the person that's on it is not a toot. The person that is wearing it is not a toot. All right. I, me. I agree for sure. Um, there was some, <laughs> some really great stuff in here. Um, 
the front kick that Hangman gave to Sammy was devastating. Also, the um, the top rope when Sammy goes to the top rope and then just jumps down and slaps Slapped Hangman him. in the face. My mom, my mom was like, "I feel like that's something Orange Cassidy would do," and I'm like, "No, even that was too much effort that was for too Orange much Cassidy." Effort, yeah. That was that would be way too much. Effort. It was cute of her to think that though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, that bless was... her for even knowing these people's names. Yes, very true. Um. Yeah, I mean, pr- pretty good match to open the show. The crowd was hot. Uh, Hangman gets the win. He's back on track. You know, good, good stuff. Uh, up next, we had, and um, this was, uh, we had Shauna versus, um, oh, goodness. Hikaru Shida. There we go. I was going to, I was like, I'm there, but uh, I'm not there, apparently. Her, her, Hikaru Shida. There we go. Um, what'd you think of Shauna? This is the first time I've seen her Loved. wrestle. Loved yeah her. she was great this was like a real she was very good a real back and forth match um at first i was like oh this is just for her this is just gonna be like you know a five minute match and she's just gonna kick the shit out of her it's just to make her look better Hikarushita but... is really tall oh my god yeah um but uh but... my mom loves shauna oh shauna was great she was like, I love the. She was like, I love the keyhole cut in her top. That's like one of my favorite things that I can't wear. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, really fun match. Um, Shauna's got a great move set. Move set. Um, there are. She's also French, and I completely forgot that French, like France, existed. Yeah. Until this match happened, and I was like, Oh, France! Like, <laughs> I did. It's think... one thing to speak French and be French Canadian. But then to actually be French, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, I think I think another thing like that. The only like criticism I have of the match is the the use of the chair, um, which I thought was weird. But the the running knee lift off the chair was pretty sweet, so I can overlook that. Um, this was a really fun match. Uh, Hikarashita gets the win, but uh, Shauna, I think she signed. They said she signed a three year deal, so we'll be seeing a lot more of her um, soon. Which is exciting. And uh, speaking of the women's division, we had a vignette for a new nasty Brandy Rhodes. I don't know I what was like going on. I feel like she was always nasty. Very true, but this is more new. It's newer. Okay, I get it, John. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on here. People have been saying she's like doing some voodoo shit. Um, clearly, Awesome Kong is somehow involved. Awesome Kong is like her alter ego. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. No, because we've already seen them together, so we can't do that. <laughs> we've seen them in the same place at the same yes. time. Um, Unlike Justin Roberts and Bianca Del Rio. Oh, very true. Out of drag. Very, they look exactly the same. Very true. So, yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on with this, but I guess we will we'll find out. We will We will find out. <laughs> the awkwardness of that i just don't get it like it was it was well done as all of their vignettes are done but like i don't i don't get it so i don't i don't know it was it wasn't like and then her going like insane like the week before i was like what is what is going on like and then it's still yeah. and it didn't explain much i mean it added stuff but it just added more questions yeah yeah, I don't I don't know. The pretty uh, editing is not going to distract from the fact that I'm confused. Yes, very much so. Next up, we had the Rock and Roll Express 
coming out for an interview with the new AEW Tag Team Championship belts. Are we tooting or booting the championship belts, Marianne? I wasn't really paying attention. My God. To uh, the belts themselves. I was too busy explaining to my mom that they look exactly the same, but old. <laughs> and uh, Yes, basically. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and give these the old toot. I really like them. I think they look pretty cool. And also, any belt that has a side plate that is a uh, tribute to one Jerry Lynn is fine by me. Oh my God! What? Yeah, if you look at it, one of I think one of one of the side plates is him doing the uh, um, the pile driver. Oh my God! Why has why have like Chuck and Trent not talked about this? They fucking love Jerry Lynn. I have no. I don't know. I'm not sure. Jerry Lynn tweeted to uh, Alex Zane. And Alex Zane was like, ah, and had like a severe like freak out moment. As you really, should. yeah. The cradle pile driver. I'm very sure it has the cradle pile driver on the side of it. Um, also, kind of, sort of, not really known as the gotch pile driver. Um, it's a variation, I guess. Someone will yell at me. I don't know. Um, Somebody is yelling at you now. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, Santana and Ortiz, which I um, apparently. There we go. Santana and Ortiz come out and they attack the Rock and Roll Express. And also um, they throw, I believe, oh my goodness, which member of the Rock and Roll Express took the the ill-fated powerbomb through, <laughs> through, I believe it was Ricky Morton. No, it was yeah, it was Ricky Morton. Ricky. Okay, so I need to I need to say my thought process that just happened. Yes. I was reading Rock and Roll Express on your notes. And then I went, hmm, I want Panda Express. And then I was like, what other thing has Express in it? And then I said Polar Express. And then my next thought was Rockin' Polar Express. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> and that's what I was doing when you were talking just now. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in that. But let us <laughs> let us get... Let's just get to the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. We had the team of John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and QT Marshall taking on the team of Orange Cassidy and Rick and Morty, played by Trent and Chuck Taylor. You just made the list! I've never seen Chuck Taylor look so at home before. Um, I also, I also, I think I told my mom, I was like, Mom, He's wrestled in a dress. He's wrestled in way worse things than this. Like, he's fine. <laughs> um, I love my I only have three notes. And my first note is Excalibur made Jim Ross say Wubba Lubba Dub Dub, which was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, it was fun. It was a fun match. Uh, it was also, ridiculous. We had Rick and Morty introducing Orange Cassidy and Best Friends, which was very funny. Um, Orange Cassidy, like... You know how many people were Orange Cassidy for Halloween? Too many people. My God. Too many people. Too many people. Literally so many people. It's ridiculous how many Orange Cassidy like costumes I was seeing posted on my Instagram. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. I was the OG. And I'm going to keep saying that until people understand. I was the OG Orange Cassidy cosplayer. Um, but that match was ridiculous. I just love Trent's wig falling off. I also love at, when the pinfall happened and Chuck flung his wig off. That was perfect. I am done with this shit. And I think Trent like tweeted something like, if you're going to sell your soul as an advertisement or something like that, that was basically just like, you're ready to just give up on everything and just be a walking advertisement now. <laughs> like, 
Um, and then he was like, I was like, you guys are so much better than this. And he's like, why is everyone hating on Rick and Morty? I don't understand, man. Mm. And I was like, you're better than this. <laughs> Trust me. If there's one thing I uh, I learned from this match is that Orange Cassidy is is over for sure. He's so over that they included him on artwork that has literally everyone else on there except for best friends. <laughs> I'm lo- so pissed. It's um, it's great to watch all of these fans. It's like how many fans in that arena? Like maybe ten, maybe eight thousand more. Yeah. I don't know. Just putting over Orange Cassidy <laughs> and understanding yes. exactly what he's about. Yes, it's great. I love it. It's so fun. Um, up next, we had uh, the Chris Jericho Cody contract signing. Uh, Marianne tooted or booted Chris Jericho's David Pumpkins esque jacket. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Also, it was really weird uh, looking at Jericho. It was like he was dressed as young him. Like he just looked way younger for some he reason. He did. I don't know why. You, you understand what I'm saying? I yeah. looked at it and I was like, what is happening? Did he get Botox or something? He looks years younger. It was just that like he was wearing his hair different and whatever. He's wearing the same boots that he always wears all the time. Yeah. But it's like, what the fuck? It was really weird. He looked like a wax version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> but still, pumpkin jacket is a fucking toot. My goodness. I agree. Um, This, uh, I mean, it was a contract signing. Um, I, I just love the everybody's chanting, you suck. Calm to down, Chris Hedley. Jericho, and he said, I don't stu- suck, Skiavone sucks. And Tony <laughs> Schiavone was like, what? <laughs> I don't suck, Skiavone sucks. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so they do the handshake. Sammy Guevara appears on the screen, and uh, we're out back, and Jake Hager is beating the shit out of, uh, out of Dustin Rhodes. He done low blowed him. And he low blowed him just like Jake Hager did in his Bellator fight to his opponent, which was just like, I had a feeling they would do it and they did it. And I was very happy about it. Um, Do you think that he just forgot what job he was working? (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe. And then also he, uh, he slammed his head into the side of the limo and dented it. That was crazy. And then he slammed his hand into the door and broke it. Um, Also, <laughs> I I my last note here is oh my god Chris Jericho is the man. Um he, he leaves with the rest of the inner circle and he starts smoking a cigar and he says you might want to take him to the hospital and then gets in the car and they drive away. Um it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, I'm going to need I'm going to need to say I'm fucking <sighs> I was explaining to my mom how many times that Chris Jericho has reinvented himself. Yeah. And I was like, I wouldn't be able to tell you. And also I was like, you, he can't, I can't tell you what he's reinvented himself to over the years because they're indescribable. Yeah. Like his characters are not like, I don't even know how to describe He's just so brilliant. But then just, Oh, was so good. My, okay. So here's the thing, like the inner circle and the elite, mm-hmm. you know, right. Yeah. I just remember the elite. And I couldn't remember because it was like the elite doing something against people of the inner circle. And I don't know if it was this episode or the next one. And I was just like, oh, my mom's like, what are they chanting? I was like, the elite. I was telling her what they were chanting. And she was like, oh, but aren't they? She got the inner circle and the elite mixed up. But she remembered the inner circle's name and I didn't. (laughs) And I went, this is happening. I'm creating a monster. My God. 
This is not good. She loves the Young Bucks. It's upsetting. She loves the Young Bucks and Jack Evans. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I like that little man. He looks like he's having so much fun all the time. Oh, my God. Well, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Jack Evans, <laughs> speaking of uh, Jack Evans, up next we had um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on uh, apparently the the hybrid two is there going by. Angelico and Jack Evans. Oh, push that button for Angelico. You just made the list! And Kip what a beautiful man. And Kip Sabian returning from injury. Um, I didn't get Omega's entrance. So, I mean, I didn't, I've never played that game. Also, um, yeah, I just never played that game. It was cool, though, but I just didn't get it. It was confusing. I just let it happen because it's Kenny Omega, and that's what I let him do all the time. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just going to let Kenny Omega be his own creative outlet. Yeah, absolutely. So just go ahead and do your thing. I'm more distracted by the giant neon BMX biker that is Angelico. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Why does he dress like that? I don't know. And I've... it's always neon green and black. Is he hiding something? He has to be fully covered all the time? I don't know, I guess. I remember there was like one match or something where he was talking shit to Trent and he's like, we're going to like kick your butt or something like that to Trent. And Trent's like, yo, your name means angelic in Spanish. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a great comeback for what it was. But yeah, um, I'm glad I got to see these two wrestle finally because before it was just like sneak previews uh-huh. of them or just them being there and being annoying. Right. But it was nice. My mom loves the Young Bucks, like I said earlier. She says, um, I believe I sent it to you. She was like, how could you not love them? Look at their little fringy bell bottoms. She you, goes, it yeah, makes yeah. everything they do look so much cooler. Yeah, you did send that to me. Um, and I was just getting steadily more and more angry. Uh, this is a really <laughs> fun match. Uh, the only thing I have is uh, Jack Evans notes, which is not surprising, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Santana and Ortiz attacked the Young Bucks afterwards. Oh, you're the front flip thing, axe kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, you know how I feel about axe kicks. They're the best. I love them. Yeah, and he had an amazing axe kick. It was good stuff. Um, And the next segment we had was, uh, apparently we're still doing this librarian thing, which is... uh, I fucking hate it. It's fucking terrible. Please stop doing it. You know why it's terrible? (laughs) Leva Bates. Leva Bates? Um, My mom's note for this is... Who is that guy? He looks like Bob from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> that's who he should have dressed up as. Oh my god, <laughs> that would have been hilarious if they. Had <laughs> that's exactly up. what Peter Avalon looks like. He should have dressed up as Bob, and um, Levi Bates should have dressed up as Linda. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. That would have been really funny. They should have done. that. I think I'm just going to start a new thing. Or whenever my mom has, that's my mom's quote of the week for sure. That's good. Stuff. Uh, my mom quote of the week. Who is that guy? He looks like Bob from Bob's Burgers. Um, and a wild Moxley appears. Of course he does, because he's Moxley. And cuts a, uh, you know, a promo, as only Moxley can. So beastly. It was good stuff. Um, basically talking about how the company is trying to put him in a box, and he already did that, and he's not going to do it again. And he's, he said the blood of Kenny Omega will be on AEW's hands, which is uh, just good shit. So very much looking forward to I'm just to that. glad the earring's back. Yeah, right? My God. So excited. Also, um, not the only hardcore member of that family. Did you see Renee Young take a boot to the face yesterday? Yes, I did. Holy shit, dude. She got destroyed. But she's fine, apparently. Of course she is. She kept saying, I, I, have a, I think I have a bloody nose, but 
we never saw it, so I don't know if it actually happened or not. It doesn't Either. matter. She's fine and she's fucking great. Yes. <laughs> um. Up next was the main event, which was the Lucha Bros taking on SCU to crown the very first AEW Tag Team Champions. Um. I don't have a lot of notes for this match. That doesn't my note mean... is that Frankie Kazarian did an axe kick in this match. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason I don't have a lot of notes isn't because the match was bad. It's just because I was uh, kind of invested in it. So, <laughs> I, I, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of crazy shit as as usual. I know uh, we sometimes are like kind of tired of the the Lucha Bro shtick. But um, Phoenix was we? doing. We? I thought it was just me. No, we're we're both getting there. Remember? Okay. Anyway, as long as we're on the same page. Anyway, um, Ray Phoenix is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Holy shit! This dude is such a flippy little man. It's yeah, he's such a flippy dude. But for some reason, like seeing the two of them on this, I was like, I've seen them do so much better. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's very true. This was not the best Lucha Bros match for sure that I think I've seen this year. Um, but you know, it was still, what did I give it? We're going down. We'll go down to the ratings here. Where are you? AEW? I gave it three and a half. Fair enough. Which is fine, I guess. But, um, for a championship match. Yeah. I mean, it, it ended in a roll up, which was weird. The finish just felt really flat to me. Um, but I mean, it's great. You know, the Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, they've been around. I love Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky's fucking great. They've been around forever. Um, I just adore him kind of as a person. Did you read that tweet where he went over to those, those little fans that were cheering for him and he said, thanks for helping us win tonight. Did you read that? He's the cutest thing. I was like, okay, that I'm like, that makes it worthwhile. That does. I, I, cause I, I, this match started and I was like, mom, this is one of those times where this is the match happening where I don't give a shit who wins. Cause I don't care about either of these teams. Right. I mean, but that being said, I do really like Scorpio sky. So I was like, if I have to pick, you know, and I was like, yeah. one, because he wears Adidas and he wrestled with one Adidas. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I mean, that match made him to the audience. That yeah. was such a good just throwing the shoe back. Yeah. That was such a that was such a great uh a great way to build him. And I I've heard just nothing but wonderful things about him as a person. Yeah. Which is great. So good stuff. Good stuff. My god, Marianne, Overwatch 2 breaking news is happening. I'm all over the place. What a time to be alive. So let's move on here and talk about Beyond Wrestling's Uncharted Territory Season 2, Episode 5. Uh, this aired on Halloween night. And, um, I mean, overall, what would you think, Marianne? I had a lot of fun. I did as well. Um, I had to skip around a bunch, obviously, because I couldn't sit down and watch it all in one sitting. Yeah. Because that's how I am. I didn't realize how how long it was going to be. I went, I woefully underprepared for this. <laughs> I mean, well, I feel like it is. as per usual. Yeah. It, was it two and a half hours, really? Yes. My God. Yes, it was. My God. That's crazy. Yeah. That's and so I was like lying in bed, like trying to watch this. And I was like, I'm not, I, I did not emotionally or any sort of prepare myself for this at all. <laughs> um, did they show the pre-show match? No. There was a pre-show match with uh, John Silver and Josh Briggs. Um, it was indeed a pre-show match. 
uh, it was fine. I really like Josh Briggs. John Silver is is. All you had to say was it was indeed a pre-show match. Yeah. I understood completely what you meant. Um, we we started the show, and I just ha- I want to say to everyone, uh, Rich Palladino is a very under fucking rated announcer. I really really like him a lot. He's great, and he does the best uh, intro for uh, Nick Gage. So, <laughs> and he was dressed as a member of Kiss. Um, we opened... That wig must have not been fun. Oh, no, I bet it didn't. We opened the show with uh, Layla Hirsch taking on Jody Threat. This is the first time I've seen, I believe I've seen either one of these women wrestle. Um, this Layla was... Hirsch. She's a wee Couldn't lad. decide if she was German or Russian. She was super little. Also, has the same last name as my favorite character on Succession. Oh. Um, but yeah, they were like talking about her being German, but then she is wrestling out of Moscow, Russia. Yeah, I don't know. And I was like, what is it with these weird European wrestlers that can't decide where they're wrestling from? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Jody Threat kind of having a punk rockish kind of vibe. Um, I mean, I... I uh, She's like a punk rock raggedy and all. Yes. I really enjoy. There was a... Um, a Was it Jody Threat caught Layla Hirsch midair and then sent her into a running powerbomb? That was crazy. Yeah. Um the no cell german uh was insane and the the moonsault by hirsch to end it was uh was really great it was a great yeah moonsault. she's got she's got thighs like jesus yeah i'm very Her thighs uh, are insane i mean going forward i mean this is the first time we've reviewed uh beyond but i would like to see both of these women wrestle again for sure uh both very good jody threat super tall or Layla hirsch super small not sure I'll have to ask around. We'll have to ask. We'll ask our sources. So um, up next, we had Thomas Santel taking on Wheeler Yuta. And this match was fucking phenomenal, Marianne. It was so good. <laughs> this match was great. Uh, this was also on Halloween night. So Thomas Santel came dressed out uh, as George McFly. I, at first, I looked at him and I was like, why does he look like Rick Moranis from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? He could also have done a Rick Moranis. That would have been great. He could have done Rick Moranis from Ghostbusters. That would have been funny. Um, a lot of people were uh, Rick Moranis from Ghostbusters for Halloween. I saw that um, uh, Henry Zabrowski was. Yeah, and then uh, Mamrie Hart, the YouTuber, and her boyfriend oh, were the, the exact the, same the, thing same. as Henry and his wife. Funny. Um, yeah. Do you know who I'm, I might go as next year after I saw this video of this four-year-old that was dressed up as uh, Matt Foley? I might do that next Halloween. I think that would be funny. But <laughs> be I could never... four-year-old? No, I could never do as good of an impression as this, this four-year-old <laughs> who apparently unprompted... Nobody knew what he was going to do, and he just dressed up as Matt Foley, and he was in a room of adults and just did the entire Matt Foley thing. It was great. That's hilarious. It's I need to funny. see that. It's on my... Uh, I put it... I retweeted it. Um, and Hot Sauce Wheeler Yuta dressed as um, uh, Tracy Williams. I thought that was very funny. Um, man, this match was, was... Can we please talk about how he's called the Ovaltine Dream? Thomas Santel. Yes. I mean, as a person who at one point drank a lot of Ovaltine, um, I 100% backed this. I fucking loved it. It was so good. I loved it so much. This match was, uh, I mean, I don't even know. Like, if, if there's a match you go watch this week, it has to be this one. You have to go watch it. Mostly um, because it's like Thomas Santel is like 
like stocky, like six pack, and then like Wheeler Yuta just looks like a weirdly adorable teenage boy just growing into his body. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen him in person. It's not much different. <laughs> like literally. Oh my god. Um He's adorable. So there in, like was a, a weird little teenager kind of way. Yeah, I mean I've seen Thomas Santel wrestle a couple of times and also he is the other half of Nerder Death Kill with um with Nick Gage. They were uh, briefly a tag team or they still might be a tag team yeah and, sure. and nick gage came out with a nerd yes nerder death kill which was gr- i loved that i was like that's so cool i love that shit um but Centel is just so smooth in the ring he you know we he's working over For the leg being just an average white guy <laughs> yes um he's like he he's like oh my god oh boy he's he's like the the um Oh my god, I'm trying to... He's like the Raichu version of fucking Tony Deppin's Pikachu. He's like the next evolved Tony Deppin. Oh my god. So Tony Deppin's like first first stage, and then Thomas Santos' second stage. <laughs> wow. I don't know who the last stage is, and I don't want to think about it. But to I don't me, either. they're evolved states. Uh, there was one point where um, Santel lifted Yuta out of the corner, and he brought his injured knee down across his own knee. I've never seen that before. It was really cool looking. It was very, very cool. Um, the stretch muffler that was applied looked very devastating. Uh, and in the end, uh, Thomas Santel gets the win. Uh, this this match was, man, uh, I mean, I guess a surprise for the week. I went, holy shit. It was the best match on the card, no doubt. Um, yeah, it was good stuff. Good stuff. Up next, we had Anthony Green and the Platinum Honeys, who were dressed as Degeneration X, taking on uh, the Batiri and Harlow. Anthony Green, also the same name as the lead singer from Circa Survive. Wow. He's going on tour again. Oh. But anyways, continue. Uh, versus the Batiri and Harlow O'Hara. Um, this was... I give her Hera a toot. Ooh. Um... Haven't seen the Batiri in a while. They still, you know, look like the it's a Batiri. Little, it's a little off-putting because I can now tell them apart and it, I didn't used to be able to. Yeah, I know. One of them has like a giant beard now. Which is well, fun. one of them has short hair and I'm not used to that. But I love how they introduce them at a combined height. Yes, that was Instead great. of a combined weight. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I mean, this match was fine. It, You know, I, I don't really have any notes about it. It happened. Harlow has some brutal chops. Oh, Her my chops God, are yes. really brutal. Absolutely. Um, like some of the best. My God. Some yeah. of the best. But uh, I've never seen her wrestle and I'm a fan. So. All right. There you go. It's not the hair. It's not the hair. I swear it's to God, it's not it's the, the hair. Chops. It's the the goddamn chops. Uh, up next, we had Kevin Blackwood uh, versus. Who Puff. sounds like a villain in a Sherlock Holmes novel? Yeah, <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, versus. Puff. There's a Lord Blackwood in the movie. That's why I thought of it. Okay. He also uh, Kevin Blackwood. He had a uh, skull on his face. Because it was Halloween. And also inside his face. Yes, also inside of his face. Puff uh, had some Halloween-themed gear, which I appreciated. What did they say? He looks like a big, like, a big scary, like, like pumpkin something or other, the yeah. way they described him. Uh, it was, like, really funny. So Kevin, My Bla- favorite thing was the Hot Topic bag. Yes, Kevin Blackwood comes to the ring with a Hot Topic bag. Um, apparently, Puff and Kevin Blackwood uh, uh, have a history... Uh, apparently they are friends, um, and Kevin Blackwood 
gives him a Rick and Morty pop figurine. And I love the announcers were like, it's another Rick and Morty crossover. And I laughed really hard at that. My favorite thing is like w- looking at Puff when he comes out and everybody just fucking loves him and his attitude and everything like that. I was like, Puff is totally a Mojo Rally guy. I love Puff. Puff is, he is uh, totally a Mojo Rally guy. Mojo Rally would love him. Yeah. Also, uh, so he gives him the, the figure and he steps on it and then we're off to the races. Did you cry on the inside? No, not really. I figured I <laughs> not figured, really implies that you did a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> this match was fun. I mean, we have the the obvious size difference. Whenever you have Puff in there, he is a large lad. Um, we we had a lot of cool shit. That swinging flatliner was fucking nuts. Um, and I mean, Blackwood's got a got a lot of great moves too. He hit a great running knee lift, dude. The, the double it was stomp. amazing. Oh, that double stomp was gnarly. Like it was almost like a drop kick double stomp. Uh, that was that was nuts. But I, the running knee lift was amazing. Oh yeah, that shit was great. I love. At one point, Puff just punches him in the face. <laughs> He's just like fuck this, and just punches him right in the face. And also, I love Puff because he hit. A fantastic-looking Greetings from Asbury Park, which, as we know, is one of my favorite finishes of all time. I am Jam Jam Pingalo, so, uh, you know. Love the greatest the, name. Love Bam Bam at all times, apparently. Um, and he kicked out, but Puff ends up getting the win. Uh, fun little match. I liked it. Yeah. Puff, who doesn't need the other F. Thank you very much. No, he just has one F in his name, and I'm fine with it. Get the F out. The other F. <laughs> No. Oh my god. Uh up next we had the new nasty team tremendous, which is the team of Bill Carr and one Dan Barry. You just made the list. I'm hitting that for Dan Barry, right? Correct? You have to. Okay. Uh you and have they, to. Look at that man. I love him. They took on the team of the bird and the bee, otherwise known as Solo Darling and Willow Nightingale, and they were they were dressed up as the old nice team tremendous. And they also had fucking pups with them. Those but dogs were over it. They were. They were so super, over it. Super cute, though. Oh, <laughs> I they love Dan Barry. Dan Barry is super cute. Fair, but the pups were also very cute. They were also dressed as little Detective Dan Barry and Bill Carr. Um, they also came out to the old Team Tremendous theme music. Um, this match was cool. I had a lot yeah, of fun it with it. Um, I haven't seen Team Tremendous in a little while. I think at least a couple of months. Uh, I like the new the new attitude. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Bird and the Bee, good tag team. Solo Darling is fucking great. For her size and even for not her size. Yeah, very true. Um, <laughs> I loved Solo Darling running over the referee to make the save. Uh, that was crazy. Um, and Bill also, Carr just legit murdering Solo Darling. Bill Carr using Solo Darling as a weapon attached to his arm, which was uh, fucking crazy. I loved that shit. He was like a cyborg. Yes, with a person attached to his arm, just <laughs> slapping the shit out of their partner. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I loved that. Um, Solo Darling hit a top rope spring i don't know what the fuck it was you know what i'm talking it was like a springboard yeah, ddt I know. like she's i i have no idea it was fucking crazy this match was insane team tremendous obviously uh gets the win here using i dirty, really dirty liked tactics. that that l- using his leg the neck twister thing 
that yeah. uh, Dan Barry did. It was so cool looking. Yeah. He like smacked her hands out of the way and then was like, fuck you. Like right <laughs> <into him. laughs> So good. <laughs> My God. My God. And then Dan got all mad at the end. Yeah. They, they got mad. They said they're the aces of Beyond Wrestling's tag team division. They want respect. They've beat the Young Bucks. They've beat all the teams. <sighs> but they don't get respect, and it's true. And also, Dan Barry with a mic. Please call my vagina. Wow. Good God. Uh, I love they're that pissed man. Off. He's so funny. They're pissed off, and they want Bear Country. Have you seen Bear Country yet, Marianne? No, but I was honestly more like just speaking of bears. <laughs> Bill Carr. His beard... I don't remember his beard ever being that big. I don't think it has been for a while, but yeah. It's just going to keep growing. Yeah, man. Until it's consumed him entirely. Yeah. Up next, we had Tony Deppen taking on Nemesis, and this was a match in the uh, Beyond Wrestling, oh goodness, uh, Discovery Tournament. I don't think that's what it's called. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, Basically, every week you win, you get to stay on the show. Um, and if you lose, you are replaced by the winner. And uh, Deppin, in the first week, uh, beat up uh, one Matt Mikowski and took his place. And nobody knew who Nemesis was, but apparently Nemesis removed his mask and was Matt Mikowski, who uh, I don't know. Fuck rules in this. Yeah, I didn't know who that was, uh, but that's fine. That's why we're watching it. We're trying to discover new people. He's got a Polish last name. It has to work. Um, Deppin is eliminated and Matt Mikowski is on the road now. Uh, I thought it was fine. It was a short little match. I want to see Tony Deppin go against the evolved version of himself. My God. I would watch that. And then, and then the results of that match equal the newest evolution of Tony Deppin. Yeah. Oh my God. Holy shit. (laughs) Um, so Matt Mikowski moves on to next week. So we will see him wrestle more on that a little later. Uh, we had... Team Pazuzu taking on, uh, what were they called? Gaetanic Panic. How could you forget that name? It's so good. I briefly forgot it. It's Pinky Sanchez and Chris Dickinson taking on Effie and Danhausen. We need to talk about Danhausen. We do. <laughs> because I have never seen Danhausen until uh, this, and I fucking love it. You know, it kind of reminds, the character kind of reminds me of something I would see in a British television show. Oh my god! And I don't know why. I think maybe I'm thinking of um, uh, the IT crowd. Maybe I'm thinking thinking of of Richmond. Richmond? Maybe I'm thinking of Richmond a little bit. (laughs) Um, Just a little bit. There's also... um, Who else am I thinking of? There's another... He's just so funny. Just those promo bits in between. Yeah, the promo bits leading up to this were great. Evil Effiehausen? Evil Effiehausen was great. Um... This is actually my first time seeing Effie wrestle as well. Can we talk about that pink jacket, which I already knew existed, but what are your feels on that pink spiky jacket? Uh, That is for sure a toot. Absolutely. Love it. Does it say daddy on the back of it? Danhausen in fishnet tights. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, It should just keep being a thing. This was just, uh, you know, this was uh, half hilarious, half very good match. Um, yeah, man, a lot of fun. Really like Effie and Danhausen. Pinky Sanchez was dressed as Jesus Christ, which is um, honestly he couldn't be anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, I think we forgot to mention one of the referees was Waldo, 
and the other one was um chris dickinson chris dickinson's dad or something like that i can't remember um the peewee herman big shoe dance and kicking them that was oh my god it was so good um and then a suicide dive that Effie did that looked real fucking bad. It looked really bad. So the commentators were like, fucking fuck, 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 <laughs> they're fuck. Like, like, they're like, he has a concussion. Someone's like, he's fine. And he was like, no, he's not. <laughs> uh, it was crazy. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, Pinky Sanchez laying hands on Chris Dickinson and reviving him. Like um, Lazarus? Yes. Um, and then also apparently Dan Housen carries a, a jar of teeth to the ring. Which is so, it's like he's Antonia. Did she carry a jar of teeth with her? No, Antonia has this weird obsession with teeth. She has like 30 teeth tattooed on herself. Oh, okay. And her little and her little thing as an artist, like her little signature as yeah, an artist, is her name in a tooth. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why. Weird. But. So strange. That's a thing. Sounds that was right. just completely out of the park. Antonia is a friend of ours. Yes. Um. <laughs> Uh, the Inside Out German by Dan Housen was cool. Uh, the, t- the teeth in the mouth was was weird. He was like, imagine swallowing someone else's tooth. That's cannibalism. Imagine <laughs> having to pass a bowel movement Ugh. of someone's tooth. Ugh, gross. Um, so fucking nasty. Pinky Sanchez, Chris Dickinson pick up the win via a moonsault from Pinky Sanchez. Uh, fun match. Good stuff. Main event time, Marianne. Did you mention the Inside Out German? I did, yes. Oh, so good. Um, the King, Nick fucking Gage, taking on Mance Warner in a 10th, uh, what is it? 100,000, 100,000 thumbtacks match. But judging by how many that were donated, it's more than that. That's just the capped amount. Yeah. MDK all fucking day. We start off with an elbow fight. This match was fucking. Have you, have you met him? Uh, Nick Nick Gage? Gage. Okay. So did I tell you I saw when I was in Vegas for, um, for double or nothing i saw him and i was gonna go up and talk to him but i was like i'm so scared <laughs> you shouldn't be he's so nice no I, I and the thing is like nick gage is he's that he's that motherfucker for sure but also i just love how much he loves the fans it's like every match, he's like, give me the microphone. I fucking love all of you. All right, bye. And then yeah, he's like he, hugging he, he people. Does. It's he great. loves everybody. I and love then it. He, yeah, and then um, if you hear other wrestlers tell stories about being in the locker room with Nick Gage, and now he's like, he's like always there, even when he's like dying. Yeah. <laughs> like he when he makes a commitment, he fucking goes. And then he like is so supportive of everyone else that's also on the show. Which yeah. is just like he's just a positive thing in the locker room. Yeah. It's, which uh, is just like insane because he's so terrifying, but apparently he's so nice and like good with kids, which is like so weird. <laughs> so weird. My God. Um this match was um did you see Mance Warner's hands after this match? I was trying not to look. Um he got thumbtacks all up in his hands. Uh, and then Nick Gage broke a pumpkin on top of his hands. Oof. This was just a lot of, um, I mean, it was a death Overkill. match. It was a death match for sure. We got, you know, choke slam in the tax. Dick Gage's elbow at one point. I was like, holy Spine shit. buster in the tax. Yes. And his elbow was just covered in tax. Uh, tax in both people's mouths. When um, he had the, he had one tack in his head. Oh, and yeah. And he just s- like hammered it in. Yeesh. Yikes. Um, and oh God, when he took Mance's boots off, both of his boots, 
And then no, he hit Mance him. No, because took one of his own boots off, which I thought was really weird. Yeah, I was that like, was, why would you do that? That was a bad idea. It was a bad idea because he was like, oh, I'm going to put more tacks in the bottom of my boots. And I was like, yeah, you're still going to get tacks in the bottom of your boots even when you're still wearing them. Just boot kick them in the face. Don't take it off, you fucking idiot. If you take your own boot off in a thumbtack match, you're going to have a bad time. Oh, my God. Um, It was... Uh, it was... Ugh, it was something. Um, I was he, like halfway through the match and I was like, wait, doesn't John hate these? <laughs> like, no, did he get David Arquette's blood on him once? I don't think I did, but I might have. Um, this was a lot more uh, calmer than that match. That match was fucking insane. Um, he took Gage took his other his other shoe off or his other boot off and hit Manser in the foot with the bat with the tacks on it, and he just kept doing it. I was like, God, stop! Please stop doing this. <laughs> Um, Why am I doing this for my podcast? And then we're just headbutting each other, which was fucking crazy. And we end with the pile driver onto the pumpkin that was covered in tacks. And my last note is, look at Gage's boots. He was wearing Nikes. <laughs> oh my god, that's right, he was. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's one, of my, that's one of my notes, is I think one of the commentators says... Um, he says, I've always been jealous of Nick and Mance for being able to just show up to a show and wrestle in what they're already wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, because he came out and he was just wearing Nikes. Yeah, oh my goodness. Because <laughs> fuck, fuck, like, actual finesse in wrestling tact and stuff like that. <laughs> just screw it, I'm Nick Gage. Yeah. I want to see a Nick Gage-Moxley match. I want to see if I can find one. Oh god, I bet you could. I bet you could, for sure. Um, so that was Uncharted Territory. It was a lot of fun. Um, upcoming this week on both the shows, we, we're going to start doing this too because they usually put out some previews beforehand. Um, on AEW, we're going to get Pac versus SEMA, and we're going to have Hangman Page and Kenny Omega taking on Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. <laughs> and on A dad and his son. A dad and his son. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and on... Beyond, we're going to get Chris Dickinson, Pinky Sanchez, and Dan Housen. What? Yeah. Taking on Josh Briggs, Anthony Green, and Ava Everett. And O'Shea fucking Edwards taking on Matt Mikowski. Uh If you haven't seen O'Shea Edwards, uh, he is fucking great. Uh, very excited to see him on Beyond. I hope he uh we see him more and beyond and actually funny enough as i say that beyond just tweeted out some more matches layla hirsch we're gonna see layla hirsch next week taking on lady frost uh with not a fan of that name with victor benjamin in in her corner (laughs) the way you said that does does that name hurt you benjamin b oh Benjamin. Yeah, I'm looking at it and it looked is like it one of those words. Is it one of those names that you just feel weird when saying? I thought that I thought um, the way the font is, it looks like it's B-E-N-I-A-M-I-N, but it's a J. It's that's so weird. It's very weird. Like um, my my mom can't say the name Stuart. No, she can't say it. She Stuart. says Stuart. 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 Um, and Every also, time. and I was like, I'm sorry, what? And she'll go Stuart, and I'm like Stuart, and she'll go. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not right at all. Strange. Um, and then we have what appears to be a four-way uh, tag team match between VSK and Alex Reynolds 
the team of Milk Chocolate, which I I have not heard of them, Bear Country, and Mike Verna and Rex Lawless. So uh, there you go. Four matches already for Beyond. Should be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to go. I have actually gotten a lot of uh, people saying they are excited about us reviewing Beyond from. That's good. Which is great. I still think. I still think once we get like back in the role of things, we should try try and add another show. I mean, I would be if if we want to try and add. Well, actually, it, it, maybe I'll, we'll put it to a vote. But are you thinking MLW? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's either MLW or NWA Power, but I feel like um, with Cornette there, that would not be fun for you. So, <laughs> Absolutely not. So I think uh, we'll, we'll look into MLW. I'll look into it and see um, what's going on with that. Um, but let's get to some questions. Because I just want excuses to talk about fucking Simon Grimm. You just All made the list! Excuses. Fair. He fair. is the list. Oh, my God. So... Uh, let's go through some questions here, shall we? Um, this one's more for me. Uh, Justin asks after the positive reception to tonight's SmackDown, how long do you think it takes Vince to ruin it? Um, I don't know. I mean, I I think, uh, what we're doing right now is just a angle that is only going to last through, uh, November till Survivor Series. And then, uh, so I'll say, um... After Survivor Series. He also says, also, am I crazy or does it seem like all of the best events in in the WWE happen uh, because of an unplanned incident? (laughs) I don't think you're crazy. Um, Mike asks, is the AEW roster too small? Marianne, do you think there's not enough people on the AEW roster? Let's look it up here. I I think that you, you should start out the size that they are now. And then grow steadily. You don't want to like have like be up to your fucking hips in talent and not know what to do with them yet. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's too small. I'm. I mean, I'm looking at the list here, and it's just as big as as um as uh. I'm sorry, as NXT's roster. It's pretty big. I mean, just going down it. Adam Page and Helico, uh, Chris Jericho, Christopher Daniels, Chuck Taylor. Seema, Cody, Darby Allen, Dustin Rhodes, Evil Uno, Phoenix. There's at least, uh, I'd say there's at least, and we haven't even seen Wardlow or whatever the fuck his name is that they're doing promos for. They've, they've got a pretty deep roster. And then the female roster, which we have a question about, is 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. It's 14. So, I mean, it's not, uh, I don't think the roster is too small. I think I would need to know Mike, if you think it's too small, so yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Um, are you more forgiving of less than good matches if they occur on an indie show, Marianne? What is that? What What do you? So, if a match is like not that good, do you just go like, "Oh, it's an indie show, so that's fine." Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm a little more forgiving because I, I see indie shows as a lot of learning experience. Yeah, for absolutely. People as well. Yeah. Uh, so I, th- I, yeah, I think I'm more forgiving of a less than good match if they do occur on an independent show. Um, and he asks, which, <laughs> which is more extreme thumbtacks or teeth? <laughs> it depends on what shape the teeth are in. Oh. Like what, what, like, do they still have the roots attached? Oh, fuck. I can't, I can't with this. I'm going to say teeth just because, well, uh, and Justin replied to that and said, Legos. Um, Jesus. He just Justin went to um bar wrestling where the main event was a no shoe Legos death match. That is the worst. 
Um, and Legos my... are terrible. The sharp angles and everything. Yeah. Legos connects are probably pretty bad as well. Um, friend of the show, Dan, who uh, is now Twitter famous. Please remember us uh, when you are getting all of those deals. I don't know what I'm saying, Dan. I'm sorry. Um, how <laughs> I long... love you, Dan. You're the best. Dan is the best. Everyone should follow Dan on Twitter. Dan is a Yeti. It's good shit always. He's he is a gift making machine. My God. Um, if I had known this before he announced it, I would have asked him to make me a lot more gifts. But I haven't decided what those gifts are going to be. Goodness. <laughs> so he says, how long does AEW get to establish a women's division before it becomes fair to say they don't take women's wrestling seriously? Ooh, that's a really good question. Now we are. What are we? Four weeks in. We're four weeks in. Um, I don't know how long I, I give them. I kind of, Dan and I have kind of spoken about this, but again, I think I would, I would just want to know like what more they could do right now to, I just need to know what it is that, that really points out that they don't take it seriously. Like what is the thing you're like, Oh, and there, there it goes. I think having Kenny Omega come out and save Riho was fucking weird. Um, I, I mean, I understood it. I mean, I guess Weibo. there is it is a, there is an established friendship, but also it's just like I feel like there was somebody on commentary that uh, I think it was Britt Baker that could have made the save. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just very strange. Um, I, I mean, uh, Dan, I'll give him another month. I think if I want to put a time, I feel like with Brandy so high up on the chain as well, Mm. that that's less likely to happen because she's also competing. Right. So, and I, I'm, she wouldn't want to be taken less seriously. Yeah. And she has kind of like an ins for that. So, you know, I mean, we'll see. I, I honestly, if they, if they sign Tessa, then I think that would help out a lot as well. I know we don't like Tessa, but I saw her wrestle very recently and i was like holy shit i forgot i forgot you're a very good wrestler when did that happen she didn't used to be good uh she's fucking phenomenal now i saw her at the wow tapings and i was like holy shit um anyway um i don't know maybe they have to expand their roster a little more maybe i'd like to see maybe like at least two women's matches every show um i kind of wish they'd treat well, I don't know if I want them to treat it like that. I mean, we opened every almost every Nitro with a cruiserweight match. I think we should open every uh, Dynamite with a women's match. I think that'd be cool. I don't know. It's I feel like me. there needs to be more than just one women's match. Oh, yeah. There has to be at least two. And I think this last episode, there was only one. I believe you were right. There was only one. And it was a downer episode. So what does that mm. tell them? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, we have Nick, who asks... If the Scarlet Witch said no more Brocks, would you be happy or sad? Now, I don't know if you know the reference, Marianne. Do you know the reference? No. So in the comic, uh, in Marvel Comics, Scarlet, I think, believe it was in House of M, uh, Scarlet Witch became so powerful she created, um, a, I, I believe, like a pocket universe um, where some people were still alive and some other shit happened. Um, and at the end of it, she realized that the world would be so much better um, if there were no more mutants. And she said no more mutants and wiped out most of the mutant population uh, in real real comic life. Uh, so that is the reference 
Would you be happy or sad if she said no more Brock's? Dan Dan Pierce says, keep in mind, if we lose Brock, we if we, if there are no more Brock's, we would not have Brock from Pokemon. We would not have Eddie Brock. Who I feel is like Venom. there's some 80s characters that we wouldn't have anymore. <laughs> and beloved, beloved actor Brock Peters. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I would be sad. I would be sad. And but but Nick says this is a price he's willing to pay <laughs> to, to get rid of Brock Lesnar. Um, I would be sad. I would be sad. Yeah, it makes sense. I would be very sad. That's all the questions we have, Marianne. That's it. All of them, really? That was a lot of questions. I thought. Yeah, I think my stepdad was just trying to talk to me through the door, not realizing that I was recording. So. Oh my god. Well, we're, we're, we're almost that done. Because it reminds people that I still live at home. I and mean, then I'm just like, mm. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Mm. Well, my own fault. that's it for us this week. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt. And you can follow John on Twitter at JP Thrice. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify and SoundCloud as well, even though John keeps forgetting to put that in the notes. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Local talent. <clears throat> buy a mug. Buy a local talent shirt when I put it up, maybe. I don't know. I have all the free time in the world. I probably should get on that. Uh, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Anything more than usual that you can donate uh, to help keep this train a-rolling would be uh, fantastic. I think if I... I think I told you this last week. I'm going to try and give this whole podcasty thing a full-time go, um, which means ramping up the Patreon, which means probably some live streaming which means a lot of other stuff so uh that's in the works so that means that you guys might have to eventually look at our actual faces oh i mean you, you look at my face every week if you go over to uh, facebook.com slash ths wrestling news you're welcome for that <laughs> every sunday i do a live stream with my co-hosts uh johnny p another johnny p uh, and Neeson, it's a lot of fun. I look forward to it every week. It's 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 good stuff. So check that out as well. So that's it for us this week. There's only one thing left to do. So man, if you will, ring the bell, please. Thank you. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com. <laughs> <laughs>